fast. I'm so sorry about my radio silence. Um, I have zero excuse. Well, no, I actually do have a solid excuse. Um, school took out my entire life. So now is when I'm getting an actual break from um, school and paper hearts. Who knew running a foundation is this much work? But, you know, if it's in my heart, I will find ways to manage my time. Anyway, hello. I hope you guys are good. Um, I hope so far since I've been um, MIA this month, I hope your month has been good. Um, I hope everything that you guys have prayed for or hoped for, I'm using prayer for my religious friends, hope for my other friends and just everything else that you have had in your heart. I hope they came to pass. If not, I hope you're still hopeful. And if not, you can ride on my faith. Anyway, uh, that's just it. That's from me. On this episode, I shall talk about auras and attraction. And I'm alone this time, so you just have my voice. start with first explaining why I picked auras. I have currently been reading on astrology and uh, cosmic um, energies because I am a low-key believer of, not low-key, I'm a high-key believer of the universe being a supreme being. So I am trying to read as much as I can about the part of the world that I love, which is the whole universe anyway. Um, I have no idea what more to say about my peak for auras and attraction. So I hope you guys don't mind me just jumping right into it. It's been so long that I even forgot how I used to do these flows. Mad um, respect for anyone that's doing content creation because it's fast, it's hard to create content and then it's hard to maintain the consistency. So yeah, I felt like a deadbeat dad when I left my podcast for like a minute. But I'm back and I'm better. I feel like I say that all the time. <laughs> anyway, moving forward. Um, anyone that's listening to this, I have like a really quick question. And you can answer on my DMs if you have my number or on Instagram on under underscore the underscore circumstances. Or basically just any form uh any mode of communication that you know you can leave a comment my question is what makes you approach someone like a new person so i asked this in my podcast group there's a podcast group for podcasters in ke yay to support systems and everyone had such um great and amazing replies because they're smart but i like Every time I asked that, everyone was first explaining that they're reading. Sometimes you need to know the person. And I'm like, if it's a stranger, you don't know the stranger. So what next? So I decided I'm going to answer that before I give like my other replies. I approach literally anyone. Like I start conversations and basic things. I have a thing for tattoos. 
So every time I say something like that, I do that's my first conversation starter. I can start a conversation with dreads. So I approach someone um, in regards to what about them as I like, like what attracted me to them. So sometimes it just be glasses. There's this girl. Sometimes when I was in town, I think last year, November, oh my goodness, this girl was hot. So I saw her passing and then something just told me to... Turn around, so I turn and I'm like, is that an ass? I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Her face, amazing. Her boobs, fantastic. And then her ass was just out of this world. So I was like, anyway, if, well, I didn't know what to do. But I feel like, you know, the universe was matching our energies. So she, I think she had forgot something where she was from because she turned around and then she passed me again. So I walked quick. I didn't walk quick, quick so I can scare her because as women, we are very scared of random people approaching us. We're never sure what's going to happen. But I was just like, I walked fast enough to at least catch up to her. Then I was like, excuse me. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, you're so pretty. And that's all. Like, I have nothing else to say. And then I walked away because I don't want her to feel like she has to carry on a conversation just because I think she's pretty. And she, I saw her smile and I was like, yeah. That's it. That's for me. That's how my attraction works. I have to see something about you that I like. I was saying that um, it was her ass or her boobs, which was mostly her face, because she was actually no, it was her boobs because she's taller than me. So that's the first thing I noticed. But that was like that's when I started thinking. Anyway, how do you even approach a stranger? Then I went to use a very recent encounter. Is it recent? No, actually, no. Also last year, November. But this wasn't a stranger. This was a guy I knew, but we hadn't talked for a minute. And then one day I just saw him in my dreams. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to listen to what the world is telling me. And I'm going to text this boy. So thank God, well, ish, ish for this pandemic, because now you have a really good conversation starter. So I texted him, are you alive or not? And then he was like, I'm alive. I was like, oh, this is just me, your very unqualified health worker, checking up on you. And that's how we started talking. So I approach strangers on very different levels. So I decided if everyone is like me, or not necessarily like me, but even if you're shy, I'm very sure shy people at least uh, approach one stranger, even if it's one stranger here. Yeah. So I was like, what makes, what's attraction? in regard to the universe and that's why i picked auras so there's a study i'm going to give you so much information in this episode because as much as i had content my flow was like okay how do you make a flow by yourself like to make it look interesting so i was doing that thing where i overthink so back to auras and there's a study that explains how every person has a different aura in like in now in colors so there's like red where red was how you hold everything like if you're red everything sexually if you, your aura is red everything goes um if you're green i think you're um relaxed or was it yellow i'm not necessarily sure i'll go back into that and i'll attach the link to that study so you can see but they're explaining how um Sometimes your your aura is attracted to the other person's aura. That's why when you see someone 
it's a, it doesn't it goes straight to your like genitals it's, i want to say lady bits but i've remembered i also have a male listeners but it goes now straight to your organs and you feel like this person will be a great fuck sometimes it's just that auras um and they are trying to correlate auras to sexually active uh it was a study about women so they're trying to correlate auras and sexuality and they're saying most women with the red aura are very sexually active and they're very adventurous and they'll do threesomes and um the devil's threesomes i learned those are two different things you know i'm being educated out here but yeah they'll do all that they will make out to their best friend my best friend is hot so you know it'll make sense if i ever do make out to my best friend because oh that woman is pretty but anyway that's red there's i'm not sure if it's it's either green yellow or orange that are very mellow and a very that's what i'm looking for relax you know vanilla type of sex um it's not basic but it's not red so uh that's that's one study i need to look more into these studies but it a bit it made sense in some sort of way because not like just moving away from like sexual attraction sometimes it's just i don't know, just met someone and they, they have not said anything they have not talked to you they're not really like the, the most they have done is be in your space but you just don't like them and if someone asks you why you can't explain it but like deep down you know this is not a friendship you want to build and every time i try to tell people that are not very open-minded they always look at me like oh no you're being too judgmental i'm like i'm not judging them from how they look or what they've said i literally just have no reason not to like them i just don't and i feel like that should be a good enough reason these days when someone is like oh, why don't you like them if it's someone you don't know, saying it's a good enough reason to not like them should be enough. But if it's someone you know, you used to be friends or you've uh, interacted with, there should be an explanation. But that's just my opinion. So I, I started thinking if I'm if I'm not the only one, because I have a book club, yes, here's to progressing in 2021. And we talked about these vibes and people are coming out and saying, yeah, we also have that experience where we just meet someone and we don't vibe. When uh, when this year started, I had like a mini birthday party. So we're like 15, 16 people. And then you know those people that I'll be like, I'm inviting you and you can come with a plus one. But they think the plus one gets a plus one. And I'm just and I'm like, no, I didn't budget for 50 people. I budget for 40. So if every plus one comes, but yeah, he's... <laughs> He was one of, that, one of those people that came. I told him it's fine if you come with a plus one. And then he came with another plus one. Like, so there were four. And one of those people that came there, my, I just didn't like them. And I, at that moment, I was just there wondering, okay, so what's the point of someone being at my party and I don't like them? And then, thank God for my best friend, because I feel like my best friend and I have the same... Uh, energies so even when i told her oh, i don't like this person she like i also didn't vibe with them and i hadn't talked to him yet even after i talked to him is when i knew like it was my birthday and he was still being rude like it was just it wasn't nice and that, when i when i started talking i understood why i didn't like him 
even before he opened his mouth. I just knew there was something off about him. But then I also had another friend of mine that came in her plus one and we vibed so well. It was like we were warriors in a war some time back and then we killed a lot of people. So now our souls are connected and we're wondering if we're still killing people. And now we're just breaking hearts, you know. So that's like I know if I'm digressing, I'm sorry, but it's just me explaining how attraction is just so profound. Like, you know, in my opinion, you know, the little things that I've picked up here and there from life is attraction is so profound. I have made friends, like, I met strangers and they've talked to me and I'm like, hi, hi. And then they say something, I laugh and we just vibe. At the end of the day, so like they ask for my number or ask for theirs. But at that moment in life, our energies, our auras were one. We made a rainbow, if you're looking at auras, as colors. And yeah, that was just, I started thinking a lot about everything I'm, that I've gone through. How many forms of them are attraction? What if I didn't like my sisters the moment I was born? Was that, wasn't that attraction? Isn't that like a form of attraction where my soul knows this is my sister and I love them? Because I wonder how my sister's kids like me, love me. And it's not like a tea window in the stomach. I used to say, hi, I'm your auntie. You are obligated to fall in love with me now. It's just it's a form of attraction. And I think also, there's so much, oh, there's so much to talk about attraction. Now you see I'm digressing. <sighs> like I prepped for this podcast episode. I was convincing myself that it will turn out well. But then again, I was also very, very scared of getting back up there, out there now, because I didn't know what to say. And now I'm overthinking everything I've said the last 12 minutes. So, yeah. If you get to this part of the podcast, thank you for listening so far. There's, there used to be a channel that used to say that, thank you for tuning in. This is, I don't know, but also pilots say that. Thank you for flying with us. This is your captain speaking in. I'm not sure, man. I should have done aviation. Maybe it'll be... I'll have that. But I know something about aviation is the Houston. We have a problem. And Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Yeah, that's, that's as far as I know. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know I'm mentioning aviation. I think it's because I was thinking about travel in the morning. And now we are going to talk about... I don't know what we're going to talk about, like... You see, now I'm a bit, I'm attracted to this episode. My aura is telling me I'm doing so well so far. And then my mind is like, are you really doing so well so far? That's one thing that stops me from talking to strangers. My overthinking. I will be there thinking, okay, I can say hi to this person. Um, let me use like a practical example. I'm doing a paper hat event, for a food drive. So... Now is when I'm trying to look for partners. And someone will be like, oh, I know this person. And they can give you money. If there's something I can do is convince people to give me money. But it's like it's easy to convince them to give me money for my personal use. But then now I'm thinking, okay, what if I pitch this paper at event? And then it's not functional. Or if they don't agree with it. What if it's just in my mind? You know those 50 million what ifs? And then I'm just left there like, okay, what if they're not even attracted to, like, my point of view? Because attraction is also, like, on a mindset. If someone sees your future in, like, their mind, if you give them an idea and they see a future, 
they are also they also become attracted to what you're about to sell. So I was a bit worried they wouldn't see that. And then I'm still at the point where I'm slightly worried. But I cover that properly by telling people I don't even do phone calls and just send an email because it's easier to write for me. I communicate properly through words. Communication verbally is something I'm learning so far. So if you're ever in an argument and I tell you give me a minute, it's because I'm trying to write down everything I want to say so that when you call me again, I have everything on mind down. I definitely, if I ever do get married, every time I'm having an argument, I'm bringing out a PowerPoint slide so I can tell you everything I wanted to say properly with visuals yeah now that i can write a proposal i'm very sure i can write a proposal to win an argument um as now that i've explained to you what my attraction is i'm going to give you an um, some of the answers well one of the answers i got from the podcast someone is explaining how now it wasn't the girl's point of view what makes like when a stranger approaches how what um what's what i'm looking for like what will give her the sense to reply and be nice to the person is how they approaches. And I kind of understood that. On Sunday, today is not on Sunday, on Friday, I was walking back home in the evening. I was late for some, no, it was on Saturday. I was late for some weird reason. And then some random guy, I, I wear my earphones a lot when I'm walking and I'm always singing out loud. Because I just like people to be in the same happiness that I am. So this random guy approaches me and I can feel some weirdo next to me. So I continue walking. Because if I'm wearing my earphones, that's just sign enough that I really, really, really don't want to talk to someone. But um, he continues walking next to me and then he taps me on my shoulder. Like, okay, so I guess the earphones didn't work long enough for you to see that I don't want to have a conversation but I, I was like okay hi hi and then he's like what's your name i'm like i'm stacy first stacy's not my name but you're a random dude at seven in the evening why would i tell you my name and i'm walking home so i don't want you to know where i live so he's like oh hi stacy and then he touches my dreads he's like i would like to touch you like that i'm telling you, i was freaking out because <laughs> there's so many stories about how this ends badly for women and then second is, why the hell will someone touch my dreads? As in, why the fuck will you feel the need to put your hands on my dreads? Like, touch my shoulder or something. Well, like, leave my hair alone. So I push, I push him away and I'm like, I don't like someone touching me. So I turn, I wanted to walk in a different direction. Here I am, I'm thinking, I'm overthinking because I brushed my hair. So I'm just thinking about, oh my goodness, what if his hands were dirty? What if he had oil? Or what he's going to do to my dreads? I'm trying to make my dreads healthy again. So every sense of unhealthiness just freaks me out. So I'm there, I'm overthinking. And then I hear him still walking next to me. Uh, I got this ring from my mom that I've been wearing for a while now so he's like are you he looks down my hands he's like are you married and i'm like yeah i don't know why people feel they need like the moment i tell someone i'm spoken for is when they leave me alone because i've been using their married card a lot so i'm like yeah i'm married and then my g decides that's not a good enough reason to leave me alone so he's like you know after squeeze it on my side piece <laughs> i was like you see this is like girls won't talk to you during the day like why will you approach someone at night because attraction is also um important like it depends on the time of day i don't like being a, um a 
approach you at night because I can't see you. So I just find it very uncomfortable. That's what this guy made me feel. Made me feel very uncomfortable. So of course, yeah, I went to the wrong house to just make sure he doesn't know where I live. Stayed there for like five, ten minutes and walked home. But also the point of the story is the point is when this girl said um how they approach is also very important. It is I I always I'll always compliment a girl when I see her. I'm like, hi, you're so pretty. Then I continue my business. Because I don't know why people feel like if you compliment someone, it's uh, open from a conversation. Sometimes it's not. And I think that's where auras come in. Like, in the sense of someone's aura will tell you what they want. Um, If the aura is joyful and peaceful, that's someone that is willing to be open for a conversation. But if the aura is like, they're not bad people, but like their energy is in a fast pace, that means they are going somewhere, or they're stressed, or they're thinking about something, or they're on a schedule. That's not someone open for conversation. That's someone looking for direction to go somewhere else. So you saying, oh, hi, I'm pretty and moving on. You've made the person's day and you've continued with your reassurance and you've left it as a person. And someone's energy is negative. Sometimes you approach someone and they're so negative, so it just brings you down. So that's just now in relation to auras. It's auras for me can be physical auras. Sometimes you just see someone and physically you're not attracted to them. And I'm not shallow or anything, but the people I'm not attracted to. And the people not attracted to me makes sense. Um, so physical errors is when your eyes do not uh, do not respond or do not what's what I'm looking for. Well yeah, do not respond to what you look to looking at. That's for me that's a physical error. There's the whole personality error where you have met this very, very, very hot looking shorty. I know. Uh, you met a guy and then you start talking and then you find out this man is a fucking misogynist. That's an aura that's against it. Because now, now we want to push a conversation with someone whose stance won't agree with you. So there's that. There is the mental aura as well. Sometimes you just talk to someone, you agree. Your personalities are matching but you're not in the same headspace you i've met people that we agree on so much and then they're like oh you should do this with your life and i'm like i'm not really there and our conversation starts suffering it doesn't mean that bad people are a bad person we're just not in the same headspace so our auras are not matching we're not mentally attracted to each other and i don't know why people assume attraction is just for people that want to bump genitals but attraction is also in friendships. It's in work relationships. It's in businesses. Like you sell yourself at some level. I don't know if I'm making any sense about this. Or I'm also reading on them. So if I make close to zero cents, at least this is a fun 25 minutes where you get to talk to me and laugh. And, um, I mean, I haven't laughed in this episode, so I don't know if you're going to laugh, but the moment I've had these conversations with myself, I'm very sure you'll laugh on a very, very, very freaking unrelated story.
I have this thing where I talk to myself. Everyone talks to themselves. Um, but I've been told mine might be a problem because I have given personalities to my voices. But it's nice because sometimes I need to hear what the things in my head are saying. And I need to hear them in a different voice, in a different intonation, with a different personality attached to it. But anyway, you know, the things that's weird, that's on them. But um, sometimes I'll just be there chilling and then I do something and I'm like, really, and it's the voice in my head that's saying that. So if any of you talk to yourselves to this degree, please uh, text me, we create a group, because I feel like I need to prove to my baby that I'm not crazy and that it's very acceptable to have personalities attached to the voices in your head. And then, is there anything I wanted to add on always? I just, I felt like I need to introduce this conversation because I'm coming back in this much. I am in a group for procrastinators. I'm not a procrastinator, well, no, I'm a fucking procrastinator, but I procrastinate because I overthink. So I need to feel like I should be in a group of procrastinators that are overthinkers, or are all procrastinators overthinkers. For this and other questions, Visit us in the next episode. I've always wanted to use that line. <laughs> anyway, anyway, my guys, that's just it. Um, I am introducing a new segment into my podcast. It's going to be called New Content of the Week. So for my new content of the week, it's music related. I love, love, love jazz. So... In this new content of the week, we, we are visiting, or well, we are getting to know a Kenyan jazz artist, a woman. She's called Lisa Odroy. My favorite song by her is Jahai. Actually, no, I feel like I like <laughs> I love all her songs. Um, so does my babe. So it's fine. We have an agreement as to what by babe I mean everyone in my life. I'm not. I'm still out here, my guys. I'm not claiming anyone. So, I will attach her Insta and a song of hers that I like on my description. And yeah, that's it. That's just 27 minutes of me saying I missed you guys so much of me introducing my conversation for this much. Not always an affection, an attraction, sorry, but like just me. I'm reintroducing myself well, as I promised much, we're doing sexual conversations. So this is your one-time chance to run away f- from this podcast until next week. Well, next month, when we're coming back to other conversation if sex makes you uncomfortable. But if not, next week we discuss about friends. Yeah, friends in a, in a lot of ways. Anyway, that's it from me, Miss Nilema. Be Baraza. Remember to be kind, to spread love, and most importantly, to remain my listeners. Bye.